Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is episode 103 of the Roland Ramblin' Podcast with Steve Bertrand. I'll let you know that sacrifices have been made to create this podcast here today. And by sacrifices, I mean I had to turn off my AC. That's right. So you could listen to my wonderful voice tonight. I am dealing with the increase in heat in my apartment for the next probably 10 or 12 minutes. Maybe 20, depending on how far I go with my rent. So, when my friend Mike was on the podcast, I mentioned that I'm not having a meltdown around my birthday this year. Doing a lot better than I did in previous years regarding my birthday. But the birthday always gives me stress because typically what happens is my family is very intense and there's always like some sort of weird-ass drama with a lot of stuff. Um, and typically I don't really care to celebrate my birthday uh, because it doesn't really end that well very often. And same thing happened this year. It was just it was very, very difficult, and, and things didn't go very well. I'll tell you a little story. One year, I actually had some friends and went out to a restaurant, and this girl that I wasn't even dating, it was just a girl that I liked, she came to my birthday, and she wanted, and she showed up early before everybody else, met me there, and then I ended up showing up with a friend. She says, I'm busy. I can show up a little bit early. And, you know, we can just hang out for a bit. I'm going to have to leave a little early. I was like, hey, cool, whatever. Didn't think anything of it. Showed up early with her friend and proceeded to tell me that we were never going to date. Even though she, like, she knew my intention, but I, we'd never really talked about actually dating. And essentially, like, and now I'll take responsibility. Like, I'm not going to say, um... Because we're just like, oh, someone can't make you feel bad without your permission. Well, she made me feel bad and obviously had my permission. But I ended up getting upset and sort of ruined my, my birthday based on that crying and the whole thing. And this is as an adult, but it's still, I'm an emotional dude to cry. You know, doing a lot of that stuff. So, But then after she did that, she proceeded to stay and mingle with my friends who had no idea what had just happened. Some of them didn't even know this person, so it was just overwhelmingly awkward. And that's just one example of, of my crazy, weird birthdays. There's been other years where it's been good, and had good times. There's lots of pictures of a family, sort of, or of, I had a bunch of friends over for a barbecue and, and different stuff, and that went well. But typically, overall, my birthdays suck, and they stress me out. I get stomach issues, and I just don't like the whole lead-up to my birthday. Because my plan wasn't to do anything. And then you get other people involved. They're like, you have to do something, it's your birthday. I was like, well, no, I don't. And then I did. And I ended up having a really bad day. And then the bad last couple of days and drama from the family just stacked on and stacked on and stacked on and stacked on. And I've always been one of those people that's been really close with my family. Because I need them for a lot of things. And I still, I love them and they're great and they're wonderful. 
people, but they're intense. And because I was I was upset at circumstances and some different things, and I was just worn out and still not feeling good and tired and with all the heat and everything, I just took time away from family and friends and limited contact with people in general. Still to the podcast because I feel like it's an obligation to the people that are listening to the podcast, but I took a little bit of space. As an extrovert, I just I just took some some, some time to myself. My my fortune cookie said take time to yourself the other day and I had been doing that. And this morning I woke up feeling fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Not even stressed, slept pretty good. Feel energetic. I picked up some food from a friend who was doing some meal prep for me. Um, that food turned out great. Little breakfast, little egg bite things, and and uh, you know some some chicken with some some grilled chicken with some barbecue sauce on it and all that kind of stuff and like some soups and things. And um, shout out to her. She knows who she is, even though she will never listen to this podcast. Still give her a shout out in my mind. But then I started thinking about like. I, I took some space for myself and some time for myself and I distanced myself from drama. Cause I'm a I'm addicted to drama in a lot of ways. I, I like it without even being aware that I like it. Like I just sort of gravitate to like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened or this story or this piece of BS or whatever. And I always tell those stories. And it's it's very societal for us to do that, like bitch about work or bitch about life or bitch about relationships or whatever. And I have a big time problem with like when I get wronged by someone that I'm emotionally connected with, then I have to talk about it a lot. And so the other people in my life that deal with that tend to get worn down and different things. So I'm sure I have my own cycle or circle of, of I don't know if you want to call it, not necessarily, I guess toxicity might be the word or, or just drama or overwhelm or whatever. So, you know, I'm sure people would say, some not nice things about how I operate and that I talk too much and I'm exhausting to be around. Funny enough, the person that told me I'm exa- I talk too much and I'm exhausting to be around is the same person that came to my birthday early and broke up with me when we weren't even dating and upset me. So there's some triggers around that whole aspect of things. But now I've owned that behavior and hence podcast, YouTube videos, things like that. And then I was talking to somebody else with a disability today, and I was saying that I hadn't, this is something that's, that's sort of prevalent in my life, I said that I hadn't spent a lot of time with people with disabilities. And I've been doing that more, and I've been giving myself permission to actually be disabled. Now that sounds very weird, and I think I've probably mentioned this before on other podcasts that that having a disability does lots of different things. I mean, I can look back at other episodes, and I'm sure I can tell by the name of what I talked about within that. You know, um, let's actually look right now on the old Spotify, because this, this is obviously on Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other platforms, but Spotify. Let's check it out. Rolling. And rambling. There we are. All right. So what do we got? 
Let me see, latest episode 102. Let's see if I can search these episodes. That might actually be a lot more work that I want to do, but let's just see what I put in. If I can find anything. Rolling and rambling. I don't know. Anyway, I know I've talked about it before, so I don't. If I repeat myself, cool. If this is the first time I listen to the podcast, you get something that you haven't heard before. So I have always had a problem with trying to do too much. Um, like the whole work 18 hours a day and, and crush it and do all the Gary Vaynerchuk stuff and the Tony Robbins and the, all these people that work 18 hours a day and do all this stuff. And what would happen is I would do that for a while and then I wouldn't be able to get out of bed and my legs wouldn't function. I'd be late for work or I'd do whatever. Or even working full time, a lot of the times I would have trouble with like even functioning a lot with different fatigue and and stuff. And I just, I always assumed because I grew up, not grew up, but I kind of did grow up on self-help books. Like for the last X amount of years, we've talked about it a bunch, 20 years or something like that, that I have, I always sort of look for a reason why I, why I screwed up or why, how I can do better next time. And that is important a very important thing because I believe it pushed me to become a better person and a, and a, a more like a like a like a, a, a more improved version of myself I want to be careful to, to make sure that 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 people know that I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with anybody and anybody needs to be fixed because that's the that's the inclination with some of those behaviors but anyway I always just sort of looked at myself and I, I can do better next time I can do this I can do that I can I can change it and I was talking to a friend with a disability today who had said um, when we were talking, she basically said, I hope you haven't been comparing yourself to able-bodied people your whole life. And I said, well, that's exactly what I've been doing. And I'm also comparing myself to superhumans. And I know it's been mentioned before, but just the way she asked the question this time. Like, I hope you haven't been comparing yourself to everybody. Well, that's all I have been comparing myself to. So I'm trying to do things based on an able-bodied narrative that I can't physically do. I have different issues. I have fatigue. I have all these different things going on. And a lot of my advice, not just the books, but from other people, is coming from people without a disability. And again, a lot of it's universal, and but some of it is just like, well, you can do it. You just got to push through. Just drink some more water, yada, yada, yada. Now, I will always be the first to mention Tony Robbins when I did the, the four days of uh, Unleash the Power Within. I found a bunch extra that I didn't have before and ways to do that. But I have to... Be aware that I am in a wheelchair and I have different complications with that. One of the things that was interesting for this person I was talking to, um, she's injured from a spinal cord injury. So her, her sort of family always kind of helped after she got injured because they saw her as an able-bodied person. And then as somebody with an injury, uh, then they need more help. And typically when people get injured, lots of people crowd around them and give them support. And after a while, kind of 
fades away. For me, what I noticed the difference was when we were having this discussion was that that a lot of my family and my friends, and this isn't necessarily against them. Maybe it is against some of the family members because they should they should get it as you get older. But there's been this idea that I can just do everything and I'll take care of it and I can handle it. And that's getting harder and harder to do. So I actually do need the help and people just don't help me. And it's because I've been disabled my whole life, in my opinion. Because I've had dis disability since birth, had cerebral palsy since birth. It's so people think that, um, that oh, he'll just figure it out because that's what he does. It's getting harder to do that. It's getting harder to just sort of exist in the same realm that I always was. As you get older, everybody needs a bit more help. But when you have a disability, it's accelerated. So, long story short, it was just nice to talk to someone that had a different perspective. And like I said, it was the way that she said it. I hope you haven't been comparing yourself to able-bodied people this whole time. Or, your, or, you know, in the past. And... Normally, I would re-record again, but I've already done that a couple times at the start of this uh, podcast today. But the interruption was welcomed, because it was my friend Carl who was on the episode uh, on the podcast a while back. And it's funny that, uh, that we talked about... Like, not only am I comparing myself to able-bodied people, and I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast episode that I've been also comparing myself to the Gary Vaynerchuks and, and all those different things, like kind of like superhuman people. And he said, he said the same thing. He, like when I told him what, what was talked about today, he said, yeah, not only that are you comparing yourself to everybody people, you're comparing yourself to like the elite of the elite of superhuman people, like pe people that, um, that don't have, like that are, that are outliers, Anyway, and then, you know, you have that gap of, of them being outliers compared to most people. And then you have a disability on top of that. So it was really interesting to to let that buzz, buzz, buzz interrupt my podcast, even though I thought I had all my notifications off. So I might have thrown it on airplane mode or something when, when we're going through this from now on. But it's also, that's what we do. I mean, there's a bunch, bunch of episodes in the beginning that uh, there's a couple of, like, uh, Facebook notifications and different things, and it is what it is, I'm as far as, like, I think that's how we communicate nowadays, especially when I'm doing this on my phone. I could do the whole podcast setup and, and grow it, and, and that might come down the road. You never know. You never know what this turns into, but in terms of what it is right now, I just like the fact that it's me just chatting about stuff and going through the motions, but I thought that was very much not so much self-helpy. It was just very relevant to what I've been dealing with is me trying to compare myself to other people in comparison is tough anyway but comparing myself to people that are able-bodied in general is not a great thing but I was comparing myself to people that were the elite of the elite for able-bodied people and to have a another reinforcement that I have to remember that I'm uh that I have a disability and that I need to give myself permission to have that was very, very important. 
and I still feel guilt. I, I will tell you this. I'm, I feel guilty when I don't push and I don't do enough and I don't do all these things. I feel guilty for being quote unquote lazy and all that stuff. I have to figure out what that, you know, more, and there's more low self-esteem stuff like I've talked about before. I'm, I know who I am and I know what I have to deal with. So, and I will continue to separate insecurity and low self-esteem because I am secure. Not, I'm not insecure. I'm a very secure person. I don't believe in myself very much and I have low self-esteem. So anything that, that goes to that, like this shattered reality of now I can't be superhuman like everybody else. Even though I never really could. Even if I didn't have a disability, I don't know if I could keep up with those monsters. Or would I want to? What kind of life would that be for me? For me as an individual. Just interesting. Interesting musings. Interesting thought. And um, this has been 103. Rolling Rambling Podcast. We'll see you on the next one.